Cybersecurity experts at the Nuclear Regulatory Commission periodically inspect the cybersecurity of the generating plants they oversee. Now the NRC Inspector General has taken a look-see at the inspectors. Joining me with what they found, the Assistant Inspector General for Audit, Brett Baker. Dr. Baker, good to have you on. Good morning. Glad to be here. And what were you looking at in this audit? It sounds, from what I read, not exactly the cybersecurity of the nuclear plants, but more the efficacy of the inspection program over that cybersecurity. Would that be a good way to describe it? It is. What we did is we looked at the inspection process that NRC uses to look at the plant. So we do get to that that place in terms of uh, what they're seeing and the work that they're doing. Um, NRC's had a, a program in place, a cybersecurity rule that was put out in the CFR process about 10 years ago. Um, they're trying to, with that process, uh, making sure that plants have uh, high assurance that the computer systems and networks are adequately protected. Our look is at that process just to see that uh, that is uh, being done in a way that's consistent with the rule. Um, the, the program's been in place, again, for about 10 years. They had eight milestones as part of that process. So we've done other work over the last uh, several years looking at milestones one through seven, which were incremental looks at various uh, components throughout the process. Um, and then milestone eight is, where is full implementation. So they're looking at all 57 sites as part of that process. Uh, some sites have uh, one plant and some two or three. So they're looking at um, the sites as part of that process. They started that milestone eight look in 2017, and they should be done in the 2020 timeframe. Uh, the other work was done over the 2009 to 2017 timeframe. So in a perfect world with full compliance of all the milestones under this 10-year-old rule, what would the program or what should it look like? The typical program, and that, that is what we're looking at, all plants are a little different. They have different requirements, different regulatory um, rules that they, they work with NRC on. But a typical inspection would have a four-person inspection team uh, composed of two contractors who are cybersecurity experts and then two NRC inspectors that are trained in cybersecurity. They might do other inspection work with NRC. Uh, there's a pool of 24 uh, NRC inspectors that make a, that um, provide the insight for the uh, the two NRC inspectors. Uh, so that's the basic team. And then what they do is they do, a, prior to the site visit, they actually do uh, get information from the, the plant, um, sp- uh, specific plant licensing documents, like the licensing um, design, the network diagrams, how they comply with regulatory comp- uh, requirements. And then also um, they're looking for cybersecurity program documents that are in compliance with the cybersecurity rule, uh, how they protect the internal control system. They, they mentioned industrial control system in the guidance. It's really the internal way of making sure that the monitoring devices for cybersecurity working properly. So that, that's what they're looking at in advance of the site visit. And then it's basically uh, three weeks of um, assessment where they have one week on site, uh, a second week off site where they look at the results of the first first week, and then a third week where they follow up on site to, to do more in-depth uh, assessment. The first week when they physically go out on site, they're looking at the equipment, the control center, the monitoring devices. I mentioned those before. IT systems and connections to those monitoring devices. And then there's a concept called defense in depth where they have redundant connections to those devices uh, just to make sure that they're continually working. Just like an airplane will have redundant systems, it's the same thing. You just want to make sure everything's connected. And then if one of the connections goes down, there's a there's a backup, basically. Um, they also do tabletop exercises, uh, potentially. Uh, and then they interview cognizant plant personnel. That, that That's typical with any, any assessment. So we look at that. We're looking to see how they're complying 
with that with our on-site folks that we went with them as they did that work. Uh, and then the second week, they again, they go back, um, just uh, check to see what they found in, in, in the first week of the on-site, and then that informs what they're going to do in the, uh, the week three uh, assessment where they do the follow-up work. So these inspections take then three weeks? In a three-week window, it's uh, two weeks on-site, week one and week three. The middle week is to do some assessment of the first week. But in advance of that um, first week, even on-site, they do uh, over several weeks, they collect information, as I mentioned before, just on sure. basic documentation. And it sounds then like the relationship and the strictness of cybersecurity requirements between the NRC and regulated entities is probably closer than anything else between the federal government and some part of the private sector. The private industry certainly has an interest in that area. So as part of the process, we even made some recommendations just uh, you know make sure that we're paying attention to that, the plant-specific information from a cybersecurity standpoint, uh, that's important to make sure that uh, everything from that plant's experience is being factored into the process. That, that's tremendously important. There's a lot of different uh, sources to get that risk-based information. We're speaking with Dr. Brett Baker. He's Assistant Inspector General for Audit at the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. And generally, what did you find? Does the NRC and its inspection regime pretty much follow the rules that they're supposed to? And well, let's start there. Yeah, the, um, good question. So um, in general, um, things are working pretty well. Um, there's some things that we thought that they could pay attention to. NRC in general, uh, a lot of federal government is uh, facing attrition rates that uh, some of the experience uh, base that we have out there in government in general um, may be able to retire in the near term. That's uh, definitely the case with NRC. And then in the inspection program, we put it in the report that 26% of the folks that are in that um, group of folks that do the inspections, they could retire right now. Um, and, um, and then and I think within the next two years, uh, 30%, 32% could retire. So um, that's, pretty, that's consistent with what you'd see in the federal government. And then the way to um, address that is knowledge management, succession planning. Um, that's done in the private sector. It's done in government. And then that makes sense from a recruiting, training, uh, retaining your personnel, also hiring personnel. Make sure you got those folks in place that makes uh, with those skill sets. Rotational assignments and then cross-training. Um, of the existing staff that are within NRC. Um, the agency's doing some of that, and then as part of the knowledge management program, you'd want to see um, a lot more of that where you can, where it makes sense. And then we also mentioned uh, in the report uh, the need for performance-based um, inspections where we're, you'll see more testing of logs and then um, what the plan actually does to do internal testing, scanning, and monitoring of of uh, a, a, a representative environment that looks like the plant, but offline um, in a testing lab. That's something that NRC can take a look at with their experts, and then that gives you some sense of whether or not the controls are actually functioning the way that they're intended. So those are the two basic areas that we paid attention to. Yeah, so it seems like a major concern is not so much what they're doing now as can they sustain it in the future with the expected workforce turnover. Indeed, and that's something that we're all faced with that on some level. And then in this very important area, uh, NRC um, paid attention to that in their response. They actually were very much in agreement um, with the uh, areas that we found in the report. Um, they're going to do more with knowledge management for the staffing. That makes sense. Um, they're doing that across the agency. There's some programs that are doing more with that process. And then also um, where they do need contractors, it makes sense to use them. They are expensive, but they have the expertise that can use that as part of the process, continuing moving forward. But the internal uh, agency uh, personnel, certainly that's um, that important. And then testing of logs and, and then uh, whatever the plan is doing uh, for testing. 
uh, include that in the inspection program. They were definitely very positive in their response. Because you mentioned that they need to move from simply risk-informed in favor of performance-based, where there's some actual feedback on whether the, all the controls in place are not simply there, but actually doing what they're supposed to. Indeed, indeed. So, so risk-based insight, that's something where it's, uh, uh, we do see some uh, metrics as part of that process. And then that's combined with engineering judgment. And that's critically important. It's not just simply a, a numeric risk score that you're working with. you got to put in some experience in, as part of that process. So that's something that um, uh, NRC is, part, that's the general process and what NRC does to make sure that uh, safety and security is in place where it needs to be. And then we see that as part of this process. So it's uh, they're definitely engaged in that at NRC. Uh, and then that's, that is what we took a look at as part of the process, looking to see how that's being applied to the inspection program. Dr. Brett Baker is Assistant Inspector General for Audit at the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Find a link to his report and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.